watch and I don't know what to watch So I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview Oh, I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview Hello everyone and welcome to the preview I'm your host Marissa Cantor and with me as always are Sam Chung and Jermaine Fletcher Hello Hello. It is December. Hi. It's Sagittarius season. Oh. I've risen. <laughs> okay. I mean, didn't isn't Sagittarius season? Pardon? Doesn't that start in November? Also, I am risen. Are you comparing yourself to Jesus? <laughs> You're resurrected. <laughs> yeah, I what? am most certainly not. But I'm just have, saying it's my season. How long have you been planning that intro? <laughs> it just came to me. Oh, it just came to you just now? Yeah. I think before we talk about Sagittarius season... Got to talk about Black Friday season. Jermaine, one year anniversary of your frame. Uh, did you did you run it back? Did you get another frame? <laughs> I did not get another frame. Though my frame is not. There's something going on where I have to like fight it to turn on. But I'm very happy with it. Well, that's good. Marissa, I got you a Black Friday slash birthday new monitor, which we're using right now, which is very large. It's very large. I'm very happy. But Jermaine, how was your how was your Thanksgiving? Quiet, uneventful. I was by myself, which I loved. <laughs> Lots of TV was watched. Oh wow! Okay, Tell us more. Yeah, this doesn't usually happen. I feel like I took a work trip at the beginning of November. We shall not discuss that involved me being around thousands and thousands of people. And when I got home, I just wanted to lock myself away with TV. I did not go outside. Lots of TV was watched. I watch. I don't like the curse, Sam. I hate to break it to you. I don't like the curse. <laughs> when I did think you? It's trying to. I was gonna, When did I watch? I was going to say, at what point in the curse did you realize that you didn't like it? Because we've episode only watched one. one episode. Okay, so right from the beginning, you did not like it. I've seen two. I think it's trying too hard to be something. Okay. Monarch is cinema on Apple TV Plus. Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Yes. Okay. That is cinema. Okay. <laughs> that is cinema. That is yeah. pure cinema. Okay. Squid Game the Challenge, I started and I fell asleep because <laughs> it wasn't, you know, I expected somebody to die. And I just like hitting them with like paintballs wasn't doing enough for me. I mean, they're never, they're not going to die. <laughs> I mean, it's the Squid Game. Like, if that's not the game i'm used to granted we've watched a couple episodes of that and i think we we both agree that i think some of the people didn't really watch the show before they yeah, came they on to definitely Squid game, the challenge didn't understand the assignment <laughs> yeah that show i'm having like a a crisis watching that show a crisis like just like a moral crisis because i feel so icky while i'm watching it but like i can't stop watching it but like <laughs> The fact that the show exists is so gross and is like everything that like the show itself was like. It's irony. The games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really don't like that they play dead when they <laughs> get eliminated. Oh yeah, that was so stupid. When they were being shot and they were just like flopping over. over and I'm like, why, why are we doing that? So some of them do get kind of cheeky in the later episodes with it. I, I definitely think they played it up most in the in the pilot or in the premiere. My sister told me though that she only knew that the show existed because of TikTok because so many of the contestants are like TikToking about their experiences. There's, you know, four hundred and fifty six of them. There's a lot of different 
perspectives and it sounds like a very um messy production yeah I, yeah, yeah i heard some stuff about the production but yeah conditions definitely <laughs> definitely an interesting one granted i don't know that i've ever heard a story about a contestant on a reality show who like enjoyed the conditions no one's no one's doing a like a social media expose on how great the production was elizabeth hasselbeck from the view oh. how she figured out she had celiac disease because she was essentially starving and she wasn't eating the gluten and the stuff that was affecting her and she said she had never felt better even though she was starving okay so you've got to go back 20 years <laughs> to find somebody who enjoyed their reality tv uh production circumstances long time it's a long <laughs> it is a long time Jermaine, did you see the marvels i did not see the marvels i did not go outside sam told me did you see Hunger Games? And I said, not yet. And he goes, it was better than the Marvels. It was. <laughs> it was. I stand by that. That is true. That is true. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes did exactly what it was supposed to do. But I don't think the Marvels was any worse than like the last four or five Marvel movies. You know? I like, disagree. Guardians was definitely better than okay, the Guardians, But the Guardians isn't a Guardians category. Is good. Yeah, Why is it its own category? Count. Because it was good. Because the Guardians don't But you count. said the last four. It was Guardians, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange and the Strange. Multiverse of Madness. Thor. The Ant-Man movie. Oh, yeah, and Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say the Marvels is probably in the same tier as the other three, not Guardians. Guardians was, was good. Yeah, Guardians was good because guess what? It was a character-driven... Marvel movie. Yeah, that raccoon. That raccoon <laughs> broke my heart. That raccoon. But no, we so Jermaine. In contrast, we were not alone on Thanksgiving. We we spent two weeks at my parents' house, so I feel like we weren't quite as productive on the on the TV watching and movie watching front as as we are in a normal month. But uh, we did take my we did go see the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes with my parents and my mom in preparation binged all four Hunger Games movies in the 24 hours prior because she felt like she needed to prepare. It was hard to tell if my parents enjoyed it or not. I think they were just along for the ride at the end of the day. But I, I really liked it. I really tried to engage with his parents on some of the deeper themes of the <laughs> franchise. And it was very like, you go, girl, give us nothing in terms of their response. But the point is we all saw a movie together. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did we see? Not much. Not much. We didn't end up seeing Wish. We were going to see Wish, but we heard it was bad. Yeah, reviews on Wish have yeah. been pretty brutal. They're not a flop. Disney's Disney is just not. Yeah, we. I mean, I guess we would see Wish. Yeah, I definitely want to make up my own mind about it. So I think it's still on the table, but yeah, the the reviews were definitely disappointing. Oh, my brother said he saw Thanksgiving, but we're now boycotting Thanksgiving because of what they did to the um, the actress from Scream. Correct. If you really think about it, which one? Because none of them are coming back. Uh, Marissa Barrera. Or Melissa Melis Barrera. Yeah, Melissa Sorry, Barrera. Melissa Barrera. Because of what they did to Melissa Barrera. Yeah, they fired Melissa. Jenna Ortega got out of her contract in solidarity. Then apparently they tried to get Neff Campbell to come back. And she's like, I've not even seen the last two. And they said, you were in five. And she was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> 
Marissa, you kept asking me if I wanted to watch Xmas, and we never did. I really want to. <laughs> Critics don't know how to review rom-coms. Okay. In my opinion. Sure. Uh, and I could tell you why I feel that way, if you cared to hear. Or I could not. I won't. I'll save it for another day. Okay. And then um, I still want to see Dream Scenario, but I guess that'll have to wait, too. So not a ton that we actually got a chance to watch in November. But with that, I guess, you know, December's right around the corner. Yes, and it seems like we'll have time to catch up on content in December. It does. Because TV is giving nothing. Yeah, it's almost not, no, yeah. almost nothing. It's giving one really big for me something, but otherwise it's giving nothing. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, December is never really like a big TV time, but I feel like especially now we're like, I don't know, we really kind of got through the the whole well of stuff and now we're really feeling, you know, the the ramifications of the strike. But hey, you know, we'll get new stuff next year. Yeah. Abbott already announced their premiere date, February 7th. Yeah. Jermaine, are you a big like Christmas content person? I'm a big um I don't like new stuff. Like I want to watch the ultimate Christmas present again. That was on Disney Channel. I want to watch Twas the Night. I want to watch old Christmas movies. Okay. Um I'll be home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I don't I don't want <laughs> new movies. I was thinking about this because obviously, you know, December is a big you know, I feel like there's a couple Christmas movies on this list. I think the big one being, what, Candy Cane Lane. I was wondering, like, when was the last, like, Christmas classic where a movie came out and you just knew that it was going to be, like, part of the Christmas movie rotation? Was it Elf? I was just going to say Elf. Like, has anything come out since Elf that's um, been, like, instant Christmas classic? No. It's like Elf, <laughs> Polar Express, and for some reason all the Harry Potter movies are not Christmas movies, which I don't understand. Santa Claus yeah. movies. But I feel like that was, those were, were those before Elf? I don't know. I feel like those were around the same time. Around the same time. But Elf, I, I remember seeing Elf and I was like, what, 10? I don't know. Elf was a while ago. Elf was like, this is it. This is the best movie this I've is- ever seen <laughs> as like a small child. It was the best movie I ever seen as a small child. Elf made me believe in Christmas. <laughs> 2003. Okay. Oh man, I was eight. I was not eight. <laughs> So where should we begin? Should we just get TV out of the way since it's so bleak? Probably sure. spend more time talking about movies sure. this month. Yeah. Marissa, do you I mean you said you only have like one big thing. Heck yeah, I do. And what? I'm ready to talk about okay, it. Okay, sure. What it what is that? It is Percy Jackson and the Olympians on Disney Plus. I'm so hopeful. I really but Why is it called that? Why is that it is called- my number one also? But why is it called that? I thought it was The Lightning Thief. Well, The Lightning Thief is the first book, but the series uh, is Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yeah. How many books are there? Five? There's five in the original series, and then there's, I don't even know how many spinoffs and shenanigans. He, Rick Reardon released a new one in the, like a new Percy book in the last year. Really? Too. It's still yeah. going on? Still going. Wow. This fandom is no joke. Yeah. Look at look at Rick Reardon being more productive than George. Sorry, Jordan. Catching straight. <laughs> no, not only that is like Rick Reardon started an entire imprint to like lift up marginalized authors yeah. and allow like just giving a platform for 
authors from different backgrounds to write these kinds of stories with different mythologies, like African mythologies and like Mexican and have authors from those backgrounds represent and write those stories. He's a boss. Yeah. And I'm excited for this series. I'm excited that the children that got cast in it are actually children. It's huge. It's a big one. Logan Lerman was a child when he was, was he a child? No, he was like probably at least 16 or 17. He has grown into a beautiful man. Yeah. How old is he? How old is the kid supposed to be? 12. Like like 12. The the kid is supposed to be 12. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess, so you've read all of the Percy Jackson books. I mean, yes, I read them all in middle school. Um, I've started to reread them. I read the first book in anticipation. And you watched and you watched the movie that came out reluctantly. Yes. You why reluctantly? I guess the second one was reluctantly. Wait, there were two movies. I'm pretty sure there were two. Seas of Mon- Sea of Monsters. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alexander Daddario was in the movie. Same. Yeah. No, I remember. I, <laughs> so I admittedly did not read this, like this book series as a child. So I don't have oh, necessarily I, the same. I, I didn't read that either. I'm not a reader. I'm a watcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a watcher as well. So yeah, I did not read these books, but I think I did see the movie. And I remember thinking the movie was bad. Okay. I don't know. I didn't have a lot to go on. I was what, like 12? We weren't 12 when the movie came out. We were 12 when I was like reading the in 2010. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, calm down. I don't know. My timeline's pretty off. But yeah, do you know if this movie is going to be just like the first book? TV show. Or sorry, this first season TV of the TV show. show I believe Is going so. to be just the first book? Um. Yes, this 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 fan base is very serious. Oh, um, <laughs> Whoa. Sometimes in like really not great ways. There was a lot of backlash during casting because they cast like a black girl to play Annabeth and people didn't like that because guess what? Annabeth is supposed to be blonde. How dare, how dare this book that he wrote like 20 years ago. I feel like that's not a good look for No, no it's bad. It's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. The mess, 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 mess started. Okay. Um, But I feel like, that's just a small f- part of the fan base. I feel like the fact that like him, Rick Reardon, is so involved, whereas I don't think he was like as involved with the movies, mm-hmm. makes me hopeful that they're gonna get this right. This has been like in the making for honestly probably like the last. It's been a long time. Yeah, that we've been like following his updates and waiting for this to happen. Okay, when does this one come out? December 20th. But yeah, it, it's it, for me, I just hope that it catches like the other popular fantasy franchise that shall not be named. And maybe people can like see that there's more than one. The other fantasy franchise that may not be named? Sam, we were just at Universal Studios. There's a whole world dedicated yeah. to this oh, franchise. Okay. So, All right. It was the same okay. thing with the movies where it was eclipsed by that franchise. But yes, I'm hoping that we have had enough time and distance from that and that, again, we can move on. We can support good things and okay. good people who are behind those good things. 
That was number one on my list as well, but I feel like it was kind of just by default. Yeah, there's like really <laughs> nothing else. Like, what else are we gonna talk about? Big Brother reindeer games? Like, <laughs> I am going to watch people that reindeer games. Back up, just back up. Okay, I will be watching. Okay, Big Brother season twenty five. Was it twenty five or twenty six? Twenty five. It was too long. Correct. And there was fatigue. To the point where I watched the finale two weeks after the finale, and I didn't even know who won. I was surprised watching. Like, it wasn't even spoiled. I would be watching Big Brother Reindeer Games because it's six episodes. I can do six episodes. But the thing about Reindeer Games that just makes me laugh, it, is, it was clearly a strike writers and actors strike for Remnant that now they're stuck with. And I wonder how many things are going to come at the top of January that are clearly writer and actress right that we're going to be stuck with. Jermaine, what what excites you most about Big Brother Reindeer Games? It's six episodes. Oh, just (laughs) just the fact that it's six episodes. I will be in the country in Connecticut with nothing to do. So Marissa, you you will or you won't be watching Big Brother Reindeer Games? No, I probably will. Exactly. <laughs> I'll at least check out the first episode and see see what the deal is, what these games are. How can you not? I mean, I don't. I there's I, literally I could nothing not. to watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I Big Brother Reindeer Games did not make my list. Well, tell me more uh, about what did. The next show on my list is uh, a British import. I think it originally aired on Sky. It's now going to premiere on on Sundance now, and I think AMC+. Plus. It's called The Lovers. Uh, it stars Royce and Gallagher, Johnny Flynn, Alice Eve. And basically the, the premise is uh, Royce and Gallagher plays this you know woman who works at a, a supermarket, and she ends up meeting Johnny Flynn from one of our other favorite Britcoms, Scrotal Recall, a.k.a. Wait, what did they end up renaming it? Lovesick. Oh, Lovesick. Worst name. Scrotal Recall was a better name. Uh, He plays this kind of like TV political presenter. So he's a public figure. He's got uh, a a famous girl uh, actress for his girlfriend. But regardless, you know, the supermarket worker and this TV broadcaster end up kind of uh, initially clashing, but they're drawn to each other. I just thought it looked pretty funny. I don't know how I'll watch it because I don't have AMC Plus or Sundance now. But it's on my radar. That comes out on the 7th. Yeah, that one sounded fun. I just don't know how we'll watch it. I know. Do <laughs> I need to subscribe to AMC Plus? Probably not. Jermaine, do you have AMC Plus? I have AMC. I don't have the, I don't think I have AMC Plus because I have cable. Is it not just going to be a regular AMC? I don't know. I mean, it might be. I feel like everything eventually makes its way onto like traditional television. Like Only Murders is going to be on ABC in January. So, you know, I, mean, I have no doubt. A yeah. bleeps <laughs> yeah. added to that show. I have no doubt that eventually it will make its way to traditional television. Um, but that was number two on my list. Marissa, do you have any other TV shows that you want to talk about? No. It's a hard no. That was it. Marissa's list was simply two. It was Percy Jackson, and then way down there it was Big Brother Reindeer Games, and then nothing. <laughs> I am not the most together this go-around. Okay, well... List-wise. I have movies in order, though. I have... I will make up for it on the movie front. I can even give you an extra movie if you so choose. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I need an extra movie. I can give one for you. 
I saw that Frog and Toad is coming back. Hell yeah. <laughs> As Marissa, you know, is in is in the building with her Frog and Toad are in love sweatshirt. <laughs> My Frog and Toad era. Uh, all right, Jermaine, what else, what else is on your TV radar? The only thing on my TV radar is What If Season 2, Marvel, Disney+. Plus. Season 1 was good. It's the animated Marvel series that just asks a bunch of questions about, like, what if Captain America was... What, what if Peggy was Captain America? Mm-hmm. And it's about the multiverse. And that's where Marvel should have left the multiverse story. I, I mean, there's so much more multiverse coming, Jermaine. <laughs> So Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Multiverse of Madness is basically the plot of What If Season 1, which made no sense to me why they made that movie. They should have just kept the multiverse story to What If and done something else. So I will watch Season 2 because Season 1 was good. Is What If canon, even though it's animated? That's where they introduced the multiverse idea that spread into Doctor Strange, but Mm -hmm. nothing has come full circle yet with that the same way the spider-verse movies the animated spider-verse movies there's like hints that it will transfer into Mm -hmm. the next spider-man but nothing as like the the animation hasn't come together with the live action stuff yet okay jermaine if you don't want more multiverse you're really not gonna like where they tried to take the marvels i've seen this well (laughs) so the multiverse story just isn't that good and I don't know why. I think it's because they made an error in casting. And I've said this before, in a world where you have three different actors play, playing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the same people shouldn't be playing different versions. Oh, you, so you don't like that, you know, they've got Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. No, I love that. Wow. is Jonathan Majors playing all the Kangs. Why, why is one person playing all the roles? Well, I think that's that's specific to Kang because, like Loki, there's all these different Lokis. Yeah, exactly. There's all the different different Lokis. The multiverse is such a stupid idea from our playing. Don't <laughs> Moving on. I had a couple shows that I had on my list. Uh, wow, you worked really hard to fill out your list. I take this very seriously. Uh, clearly. I uh, respect it. <laughs> First is an Apple TV plus three-part documentary series called uh, John Lennon, Murder Without a Trial. <laughs> John Lennon is my favorite Beatle, and hence I will be watching John Lennon, Murder Without a Trial, which documents the murder of John Lennon and the subsequent investigation of Mark David Chapman. I don't know. What a tra- what a travesty that was. That's on Apple TV Plus and that comes out 12/6. You know, I think of anybody or any like company in position to make like a music docu-series. I think this is what Apple TV Plus should be for. Apple TV Plus should only be for like an extension of iTunes. It's like, "Oh, here's a documentary about music." And that's what Apple TV Plus should be for. That could have been their niche. Could have been. Although apparently Monsters or Monarch Legacy of Monsters is cinema. Cinema. <laughs> the budget the budget is high on that. Yeah, show. that's why they that's why Apple TV Plus is getting more and more expensive. Wait, Jermaine, did you have any other TV to to mention? No. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let, let me just no, no, no. let me just let me just throw let me just throw uh two more things out there. 
Another show on my radar is a BritBox show called Archie, starring Jason Isaacs, one of my favorites. That's basically a dramatized story of, you know, Cary Grant or Archie becoming Cary Grant. You know, Cary Grant, one of my mom's faves with Jason Isaacs. I mean, that's that's interesting to me. Oh, and one of my other favorites, Harriet Walter is also in it who because she's just everywhere. The last thing that I had that's a new show was just called Science Fair, the series on National Geographic. That's where we're at. (laughs) (laughs) This show showcases students trying to solve the world's most complex and pressing issues, such as teen suicide prevention. Oh, geez. And alternatives to induction motors. I mean, hey, look, I think that teens have some great ideas. I feel like by the time you turn like 30, you just lose the you lose the motivation to have a really good out of the box idea. Like when you're a kid, you have no shame and you just believe anything is possible. And then you become slowly more and more jaded. That's sad. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. All right, I, 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 yeah, we can move on to movies. Okay. You worked really hard and I really do respect it. I am excited for Lego Masters Holiday Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. All right. Yeah. Movies. Movies. Moving on to movies. Do you want me to kick us off? Sure. I mean, you're the one who promised an extra movie. I did. <laughs> well, I'm going to start off as your resident rom-com girly. Oh, I know where you're going with this. With. Oh, my God. Please. please. Anyone <laughs> but you. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Starring Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. I heard that they stole that from uh, their promo from The Curse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the curse, yeah. That's the greatest gag of all time. <laughs> but yeah, it's giving enemies to lovers. It's giving fake dating. Um, oh, my it's brother. giving they have no chemistry. <laughs> That's what it's giving. What are you talking about? This movie like ruined his relationship. Did it not? They have no, uh, they have no chemistry on screen together. She has a boyfriend or a fiance, no? They both had, were in relationships. And then, I don't know. There's some speculated mess. I'm going to go see it. <laughs> it's basically a movie created by the TikTok book talk algorithm. And it really is. <laughs> and I don't care. It's like, do you like euphoria? Do you like? <laughs> <laughs> Despite an amazing yeah. first date, B and Ben's initial attraction quickly turned sour. Do you However, like Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> when they unexpectedly find themselves at a destination wedding in Australia, they pretend to be the perfect couple to keep up appearances. I don't know, man. I'm in. I think Glenn Powell is such a rom-com lead. I thought he was so great in Set It Up. Opposite. Which one was Set It Up? The one that was opposite Zoe Deutsch. With, oh, okay. um, I'm surprised he has a career. Because. Whoa. Have you ever seen Scream Queens? No. The no. Ryan Murphy show? He was so bad on that. So I I'm feel so, like. I'm you- really shocked. I feel like you can't use... You can't use a Ryan Murphy yeah, you can't show. Use that as a barometer. I'm hearing great things about the new feud that is coming up next year. But we'll, we'll get there. I mean... Well, I'm going to see that movie. Um, Sam's probably going to come see it with me. So we'll see you next month to talk about anyone but you. <laughs> anyone but you did not make my list. Yeah, but you're still going to see it with me. I'm just saying it did not make That's my list. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, come at me with something better. Come at I you with something you. better. <laughs> Jermaine, uh, do you have something better or should I go with something better? I have something better. Okay, let's go. I'm going to go with Silent Night, which if you watch the trailer, there's not one 
word of dialogue spoken, which kind of like freaked me out. Basically, Christmas Eve, he's out, not Christmas Eve, Christmas time. He's out with his kids, with his wife in the yard. There's a drive-by shoot-in. His kid gets killed. And I think he gets shot in the neck and he doesn't speak. Or I think he doesn't speak. And the plot is he goes on revenge to find the people who killed this kid and kill them by Christmas. But- <laughs> he marks it on the calendar. He marks it on the calendar. They shall die by Christmas. I see. And it's an action movie. And what really struck me about the trailer is that they didn't, there was no dialogue in the trailer. It was like, oh, I get it. Silent night. Fun. That's very on the nose. That's, um, that's last Christmas I gave you my heart level Christmas movie, which I feel like people thought that one would be an instant Christmas classic, and it was not. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I will say that is better than Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney. Silent Night. I did not have we'll Silent see. Night on my radar. This reminds me of the Christmas movie that came out last year, Violent Night. Yes. Which starred David Harbour as like a drunk, angry Santa. Yes. Yeah. Let's put some violence in Christmas again. <laughs> okay. My my top movie for December was the Toronto International Film Festival People's Choice Award winner. And it was called... Okay, what? <laughs> okay. It's, it's called American Fiction. It stars uh, one of my favorite actors, Jeffrey Wright. And it's the directorial debut from Cord Jefferson. And in this movie, Jeffrey Wright plays uh, an author whose name is Monk. And Monk is fed up with the establishment profiting off black entertainment that relies on, you know, just tired tropes. And so he basically uses a pen name to write a joke book that's kind of like, I don't know, making fun of how this is a thing. And it ends up becoming a bestseller. And he ends up becoming almost like... I don't know, he, he ends up becoming a caricature of himself yeah. and like a really big hypocrite, but it's just like a, a comment on, I think, how this kind of spirals and is, is something that's exploited in, you know, real life. And yeah, I, how I publishing mean, likes to reduce marginalized people to stereotypes and profit off of that. Yeah, but I mean, even in like the two minute trailer, I thought that Jeffrey Wright was just, uh, he, he was stellar. So <laughs> so good. I'm like yeah, and you know Jeffrey Wright. He's always stellar. I mean, it was like I feel like we know Jeffrey Wright. Right, he's like the nerd kind of like oh, he's this mysterious guy. That's who he plays in Westworld. That's who he plays in like you know the Hunger Games. But this felt like Jeffrey Wright also just like just giving everything. I don't know. I was into it. Yeah, that was going to be the next movie that I. Oh, that was on your list? Okay, yeah. That one comes out on the the 22nd. Yeah. Yeah, Um, American fiction. I thought that it was particularly funny to see Miriam Shore from Younger also in a (laughs) publishing role in this movie, too. I'm like, oh, so you're really being typecast now. Bring back Younger. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been so infuriated by a show in a long time. Well, since you said American fiction, I did. I will take us to the next movie on my list, which is The Color Purple. Also on my list. The new thing to do is to make a movie and then make it a musical and then make it a musical movie. <laughs> because we will definitely be talking about this again next month with Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 
because the the pro because this is on my list and I'm good. I'm really going to watch it because I I love the color purple. But you're like, it's a bold new take and an iconic. So I'm like, no, you're making a musical. <laughs> like it's it's just a musical. Like I I actually didn't watch the trailer for this. Can you tell that it's a musical in the trailer? Yes. Unlike Mean Girls. And that either, which I think was a choice in Mean Girls. I don't know why, but somebody said the song turned out appropriate in Mean Girls for the trailer which I didn't know. They could have found a song. I just think that they're trying to, I think people, they're, they're trying to get the Mean Girls nostalgic audience and not necessarily like musical people. They think that, wow. you know, that that could be a, a deterrence when people realize that it's a musical. But yeah, uh, Color Purple, Halle Bailey, and Fantasia. 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 Yeah. American Idol oh, season yeah. three winner, Fantasia. I will say... I have seen it on Broadway when Cynthia Erivo won the Tony for it. It was stunning. Um, I'm really interested to see if the new movie does anything more substantial to acknowledge how gay it is and how gay the book is because that was like something that the 1985 movie completely erased and like the musical didn't really touch upon either. I quite frankly was like shocked after after I engaged with the musical before I read the book. And then I was like, wait a second, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm hoping for something. I don't know if I'm going to get it, but I will tune in and find out. And either way, the music slaps. Great cast. Great cast. This is the Christmas movie that I would choose to see over the other Christmas movie. Over the other Christmas movie? What's the other Christmas movie? Silent Night. Oh, you're not talking about Candy Cane Lane? No, I'm talking, I mean like movie released. On, oh, I guess it's not being released on Christmas. Oh, this comes out on Christmas. Color Purple. Yeah. This comes out, Color Purple comes out on Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. The Color Purple is not a Christmas movie. It's just, it's I theatrical see. release is Christmas. Very yeah. much not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not feel good at all. Okay, Jermaine, what else is, uh, what other movies are on your radar? Poor Things. Poor Things is on my list. I feel like I've been seeing the trailer for Poor Things for six months. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Did it get pushed? What I think it got pushed a couple earlier, times. Yeah. And it got pushed because of the strike? Yeah, I, I believe so. Poor Things comes to us from one of my favorite directors, Yorgos Lathamos, of one of my favorite movies, I think probably a top 10 all-time movie for me, The Favorite. Um, But he also is the director behind The Lobster, starring Colin Farrell. And in this movie, I I, I mean, the one-sentence logline is just the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, brought back to life by her, you know, crazy scientists. Uh, Bella Baxter, of course, played by Emma Stone, uh, but this movie also stars Rami Youssef, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe. And it's basically just the story, I think, of Emma Stone learning, a, a, a reanimated Emma Stone learning how to become a person again. I don't know. I, I'm into it. And also, like, the set design looks really odd. And also, the color grading looks really odd. I don't know. It just looks very distinctly like a Yorgos Lathamos yeah. movie. It's, it's, this might be a mean thing to say. It's like, a growing up Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's a good that's a good that's a good way to put it. I agree with that. 
Yeah. Was that on your list, Marissa? It was not one of my six movies. It didn't register again because I... Because you thought you'd seen it already. Thought, yeah, I was like, <laughs> or it's just going to get pushed again. Like, yeah, it just like, didn't. I was like, had this movie not come out yet? Yeah, I think final. I think this did... I mean, I think, fingers crossed, I think finally, like, things shouldn't be getting pushed anymore. So I think this release date of December 8th should be, like, where it stays. Cool. But I, that, was, that was on my list, too. Should I, should I throw out another movie at you? I think it's Jermaine's turn to throw out a movie. Jermaine just threw out Poor Things. That was my movie. Yeah, that was Jermaine's movie. I thought that was your movie. Well, it's on my list too because, ah. yeah, but. Okay, no, the next throw movie it list, to me. Yeah, a Netflix movie comes out literally December 1st, May, December, starring Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. And this movie. And Charles Melton. Sorry, yes. and Excuse and, me. <laughs> From Riverdale. What I'm hearing could be a career-defining performance. Oh, oh, sorry, yes. Career-defining, potentially, performance from from Charles Melton. And this movie basically follows the story. This is a true story? I don't even know. Yes. Um, at least yes. inspired by a true story of this, like, 36-year-old woman who had, like, an affair with her seventh grader. Like, she was a teacher, I guess. Um, but they end up, like, becoming a couple. And then later on, Natalie Portman plays this actress who's trying to portray the, you know, the woman in, in question in the situation and really trying to like method actress her way into understanding the situation. And I think it's just like, it, it felt very kind of like tense and Gets um, weird. yeah, like, I don't know, a little cringy, you know, I, I, I think this will be a fun role for, for Natalie Portman. So I had that on my list. Yes, it's a fictionalized look at the real-life case of Mary Kay Latorno. Okay. Oh. Fun stuff. It's not fun no. stuff. But... Died in 2020. Yeah. Probably why they're doing it now. Yeah, they didn't need to ask for the rights. Well, to lighten things up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next what? movie. Is Chicken Run. On my list <laughs> is Migration. Oh. <laughs> I was close. Close. Marissa, what what spoke to you about the Illumination animated movie Migration? Well, first of all, I love Mallard Ducks. Okay. My mom really loves Mallard Ducks, and they just like remind me of her and home in Boston because okay. of the ducks and the common. And then the trailer uh-huh. had the audacity to use Out of the Woods Taylor's I that version. Was gonna, I knew that was the reason. It was because Taylor Swift was... Song in the trailer, and I was just like, "I'm so in. This is <laughs> this is amazing." Speaking of small tangent, Marissa, how excited were you that Taylor Swift gave you another <laughs> hostage video in your Spotify Wrapped as one as as your top listened to artist of My 2023? Top listened to artist, I expected nothing less. It was beautiful, Jermaine. I was do, touched. Do are you do you do Spotify Wrapped? I don't use Spotify. I use Apple Music, and a lot of people have attacked me on the internet. <laughs> I was about to attack you. But... <laughs> music. And as I put, it is not my fault. I have class and y'all don't. Leave <laughs> me and my Apple Music alone. Y'all are over there using your college student discount still on Spotify. Leave me alone. I have Apple Music. I'm an adult. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well, Coming for our throats. My top artist on Apple Music was also Taylor Swift. Incredible. Wait, Swifty. it was Taylor Swift? Yes. Why would it not be Taylor Swift? I I don't know. Mine was not Taylor Swift. Okay. Obviously. Okay, I got a message from El- 
I got a message from Elton John, and Elton John clearly did not realize he had a time limit because his message to me got cut off. <laughs> Classic Elton John. The sir himself. <laughs> anyway, migration. A- anyways, migration. <laughs> Quite a cast. Yeah, who is the voice? I know uh, it's Aquafina. Aquafina, yeah. Elizabeth Banks, Effie Trinket herself. Okay. Um, slash cocaine bear slash ever just everything Elizabeth Banks has done. Elizabeth Banks is not the cocaine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Danny DeVito, Kamel Nanjiani, Mark Ruffalo, Keegan Michael Key. It's it's a cast. Okay. It's a cast. It just seems like a good time. And sometimes we just need a good time. Uh-huh. The, the little plot blurb is literally just a family of ducks tries to convince its overprotective father to go on a vacation of a lifetime. That's vac- it. <laughs> was like, that feels like a very generous log line. <laughs> say no more. Just play out of the woods. I'm in migration. Migration. Out December 22nd. I will admit, theaters. I'll admit migration did not make my list. Rude. Although the one line that did make me chuckle I think was the Duck Larange line. It's you with Larange. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make me chuckle. Mostly because it uh, because of the connection to to Lizzie McGuire. All right, Jermaine, what's next? Where are we going? To the ocean in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's they're literally advertising it as Aquaman's last stand because you will never see him again after this. Because the DC universe no longer exists. Wow. Uh, Jermaine, wait, was it you who had something to say about um, Patrick Wilson as a superhero and just the way that he... First of all, Patrick Wilson is an attractive man (laughs) and can do no wrong (laughs) in my eyes. And I will risk it all for Patrick Wilson. Wow. Okay? Okay. I love Patrick Wilson. So that's why this movie made your list. <laughs> There's some controversy around it. Yeah, do you have a favorite, sorry, uh, do you have a favorite Patrick Wilson performance? You know, when he was on Girls with Lena Dunham, I didn't mind that. Oh, I interesting. I it was very good for him to do that. I don't know why. That episode of Girls is how I think of, like, James Marston doing jury duty. He just played something that I didn't expect him to play. That was not where I thought you were going to go. I thought you would have gone, like, Insidious or... I love Insidious. Um, excuse me? What? Um, yes. Not, not, not Rawl in Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, Phantom of the Opera. No, no. Does, no. It, does it pain you that that's my first association with Patrick Wilson? <laughs> no. <laughs> so maybe I'm watching this just for Patrick Wilson. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't put Aquaman on my list. I'm sorry. No, the next movie that I had on my list was another Netflix movie, and it was called Leave the World Behind with Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, Mahershala Ali, Kevin Bacon. And basically this couple, they they go on kind of like a, a retreat. It seems like in upstate, maybe New York, and uh, they're at this very nice house. But then there's this kind of like cyber attack. The original owners of the house come back and things just really start to kind of spiral out of control from there. I thought that the trailer was very interesting. I liked the scene where she's trying to 
you know, drive down a road and it seems like somebody's hacked every single Tesla in the world and they're all like trying to run into her. But yeah, that was that was a, a movie that I think I might check out. That one's on Netflix on, on the eighth. That trailer didn't really do it for me. I know. Not what? my not my genre. Your genre? My genre. <laughs> okay. The last movie on my list is less about the plot, more about the cast. Mm. I'll go see the Iron Claw. Yeah, I had the Iron Claw. <laughs> I'll go see it. That's also the last movie. That is also the last movie on my list. Iron Claw. Just like yeah, starring Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White. Can we just talk about Zac Efron's face for two seconds? Like, what is going on there with his face? Yes. What? Did did do we think he had plastic surgery, or do we think he just got really bulky for the movie and it translated to his face? Wasn't there a whole? thing about like didn't he like break his jaw it, <gasps> oh yes yeah he fell yes while, he fell and broke his jaw yes. while filming something else or like on location somewhere something oh yes you're right that is what happened yeah that he had that accident and i don't know what transpired from there or why it looks the way it looks now but i think that that was the the source regardless he's great And as is Jeremy Allen White, and I think the two of them together could be magic. And I don't really give two shits about wrestling, but wrestling. I'll go see. The wrestling does nothing for me. Marissa just learned that wrestling was scripted last week. Stop! I still don't (laughs) believe you. You don't believe? Yeah. It's what are you talking about? It's like scripted. It's It's scripted. That's so stupid. (laughs) If it's one thing, like. As a kid, because I used to watch wrestling as a kid, like, I used to love, like, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. I used to be really into wrestling. That was the only time in my life where I took the words, do not try this at home, very seriously. (laughs) It is so fake. It is so scripted out. It's a whole thing. It's a performance. Well, that's the thing. I think there was a John Oliver episode about it, but like it's scripted out, but like they still are expected to kind of do their own like wacky stunts and end up getting like, you know, hurt like in a way that impacts the rest of their lives. So it's like seems silly to me. The results are scripted, but the stunts aren't necessarily scripted. So they can still like get a chair to the face and it's just like, yeah, you're losing today, but you also get a chair to the face. That's like a double <laughs> loss. That's a double negative. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I hate that. But I'll see the Iron Claw. Lily yeah. James is in it too. And I always enjoy. Lily James, more tyranny. The women are also giving. They're, they're giving. Yeah, and I'm done. Yeah. Boom. I mean, that was my last one too. But I thought you had an extra. Yeah, what was your extra one? Well, I also had May, December on my list. Oh, I thought your extra oh. one was going to be something like, your Christmas or mine too. No. <laughs> I'm really happy that none of us said the movie, the one movie that I will be boycotting aggressively. I'm not even sure which one you're talking about. Are you serious? Well, I have two. I, you're talking about I, Maestro. She's talking about Maestro, but I feel no, like she could two. also be talking about Wonka. I'm not sure. And Wonka. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say that. I'm just, I'm just so <laughs> proud of us. I'm just so proud of us. That Wonka trailer... I have no words for what that trailer was. <laughs> There's just something like, so... I'm making a chocolate, of course. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, there is there there is 
something so inherently anti-Semitic about both of those movies in two completely different ways. And I will not be engaging with either. I can't deal with the nose. I can't deal with the fact that we're still using Roald Dahl IP. I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> not in the year 2023, almost 2024. So thank you. I was really about to throw down if either one of you. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. Wonka just looks dumb to me. I, I just didn't get it. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm Willy Wonka. I was just like, shut the fuck up to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tell you the reviews, the reviews were like, he dazzles and his books. I'm like, none of that's in the trailer. <laughs> Where is he dazzling? Yeah. And you see the trailer. So in terms of streamers, it sounds like probably, what, Netflix? I think this is a Netflix month. Because I feel like it's either that or theatrical releases on my list. Well, I thought you were going to say Disney Plus Plus, just for your your one show. Well, Plus Disney Plus, obviously, yeah. Also, uh, this month, if you didn't get a chance to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny in theaters, it comes out on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus, and I will be watching it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Wish will also be coming out on Disney Plus in the month of December. Can I just say? I don't think it'll be that soon. On my work trip, that cannot be discussed, there was one night I locked myself in the hotel room and I was in bed and I was watching National Treasure Book of Secrets on FX <laughs> with commercials. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that, a real low. Well, that, low, that's a great movie. That was a low. It was a low. <laughs> I know, Jermaine, that was a low. <laughs> that was a low. That That's December. That is the end of 2023, another year of preview. Yeah. Marissa, next time, are we going to do our tradition of, of picking our favorite movie and TV show for 2023? I don't think it's a tradition until we do it next time, because I'm pretty sure we've only done it once. No, that's all you need for it to be a tradition. <laughs> So yes, next month come prepared with the best of the best, the creme de la creme of 2023. Oof, this is gonna be this is gonna be tricky. House of the Dragon was that 2023? Yeah, that was this year. Oh my god, that was this year. Wait, was it this that year? This now year. I'm now I'm blanking. Was that or was that yes or was that 2022? No, because we were you were watching that with Ivan in Amsterdam. Yeah, that's true. That was last year. <laughs> so there's no way. I know this has been a long year, but not that long. I have to like really think about like what was out this year. I know this is mm, this is this is tough. Well, you have a whole month to ponder, oof, and then figure it out at the last second before we record, per tradition. <laughs> R.I.P. to How I Met Your Father. Jermaine, don't even. <laughs> it still hurts. R.I.P. Is there an opposite of R.I.P. Like R.I.D., like rest in distress. <laughs> um, cool. Well, this was fun. Mm-hmm. We will be back in the new year. As always, you can catch up on any of our prior podcasts and follow us at Outfit Repeat Pod on Twitter, at Outfit Repeaters Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, um, you can find any of our earlier podcasts uh either at our website, www.paginatedmedia.com or on any platform where podcasts are available. And uh, yeah, I think that's December. 
Have a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting on my couch and I don't know what to watch. Oh, I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview. Oh, I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview.